morning. Welcome to morning prayers. If you please stand and join me in our response reading, which this morning is Psalm 43, and you can find it on page 26. Vindicate me, O God. Champion my cause against faith, faithless people. Rescue me from the treacherous, dishonest men. For you are my Send forth your light and your truth. They will lead me. They will bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Why so downcast, downcast my soul? Why so disquieted within me?
Good morning. Good morning. The reading today is from the book, The Wounded Healer, by Father Henry Nowen. He writes, quote, nobody escapes being wounded. We all are wounded people, whether physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. The main question is not how can we hide our wounds so we don't have to be embarrassed, but rather how can we put our woundedness in the service of others? We have to trust that our own bandaged wounds will allow us to listen to others with our whole beings. That is healing. When our wounds cease to be a source of shame and become a source of healing, we have become wounded healers." Unquote. I am a physician, professor at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health, and a former government official. For most of my life, I've pondered how best to promote healing for patients and for society. Traditionally, medical schools teach students to focus on biology of disease and the physical aspects of illness. That's important. But through my career, I have come to treasure the teachers who push us to ponder the ultimate, not just what is merely important. Such teachers urge us to address not just the physical, but also the broader dimensions of emotional and spiritual well-being. This means not just exploring what can be seen about a patient's wounds, but also what is unseen about their spirit and soul. Doing so helps you understand more profoundly the questions of meaning and purpose that animate all of us on the journey. My spiritual teachers taught me that the true wisdom involves embracing questions of how and why, how we should live our lives and why we do our work. My first spiritual teachers were my parents, who were immigrants to the United States from Korea. They taught us children that our family journey to this country had meaning and purpose, and often required struggle and sacrifice. For them, getting the best education possible for their children was important, but what was ultimate was that we use that education for service to society. Years later, my wife, also a physician from an immigrant family, and I have tried to pass these invaluable life lessons on to our own children. In college and medical school, I first met Yale chaplain, Reverend William Sloan Coffin, who became a major spiritual teacher for me. He taught me, and thousands of others, that everything given to us, including our health, was not earned, but rather a gift. Fulfilling that gift through our work and life was cause for celebration, because as he used to say, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. Reverend Coffin was also one of the first to teach me how easily the practice of medicine could lead to dehumanizing people. He warned that, quote, doctors shouldn't view patients as an uninteresting appendage to an interesting disease. 
Bill and I later became lifelong friends, for which I am profoundly and eternally grateful. And back then, I also clearly remember first meeting Father Henry Nowen, the author of the passage I just read. He too became a spiritual teacher for me. I distinctly remember him speaking in a college seminar years ago about the fragility of human existence, the evanescence of the moment, and the appreciation that vulnerability was not a weakness, but rather something beautiful and precious that binds us all together. In fact, his belief in that theme made him remark, quote, that's why I don't like plastic flowers, unquote. According to Father Nowen, being a healer first requires acknowledging that we are all vulnerable and wounded. Helping others starts by using our bandaged wounds to listen to another spirit and soul. This theme applies not just to physicians and medical professionals, but also to anyone who wants to serve. Sometimes that means just being present with someone in a time of need. He writes, quote, simply being with someone is difficult because it asks of us that we share in the other's vulnerability, enter with him or her in the experience of weakness and powerlessness, become part of uncertainty and give up control and self-determination. And still, whenever this happens, new strength and new hope is being born, unquote. Our willingness to serve despite, and in fact because, of our pain and imperfections helps us become wounded healers. I hope that these precious words can guide us today and every day. Let us pray the Lord's Prayer, found on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass us against us. Please stand as you are able and join together in singing, I to the heels will lift my eyes. It is hymn number 200.
And now let us go. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart, grant you peace, joy, today and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.